Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello, and welcome to Tanchamar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, March 31st. Coming up on today's Tanchamar Report. I'm blown away by the support that this community, our corporate and our private donors make to this uh, this hospital that we all love. The Sackville Memorial Hospital Foundation is planning to raise $150,000 to go towards a new green space outside the hospital for use by patients, staff and visitors. CHMA stopped in at the campaign launch to find out a bit more. That's coming up shortly right after today's briefs. In advance of the three-year anniversary of the largest civilian mass shooting in Canadian history, Nova Scotia's Mass Casualty Commission released its report in Truro on Thursday. The commission report is highly critical of the RCMP response to the shootings. Here's Commissioner Leanne Fitch, a retired police chief, speaking on Thursday. While we acknowledge and commend the individual actions and courage of many first responders, the overarching approach and response by the RCMP as an institution had many shortcomings. This must be addressed and responses must be improved. It is also important to note that community members played a critical role in responding to the mass casualty, often putting themselves in harm's way to help others. However, the information they shared concerning the perpetrator was often not properly recorded, shared, or acted upon by the RCMP. There were failures in communications with the public during and in the aftermath of the mass casualty. These must be addressed. The Commission report is over 3,000 pages in total and contains 150 recommendations, about half of which are directed at the RCMP and police forces across Canada. Next, we determined that the future of the RCMP and of provincial policing requires focused reevaluation. There is a need to rethink the role of police in a wider ecosystem of public safety. Significant changes are needed to address various community safety and well-being needs in the 21st century. To do so, the existing culture of policing must change. That's Commissioner Leanne Fitch speaking yesterday at the presentation of the Mass Casualty Commission's report. You can watch the full presentation and read the report at masscasualtycommission.ca. Tanchamar Town Council has already met twice this week for a Committee of the Whole meeting and a special meeting to approve the capital budget, but they will gather for yet another meeting this coming Monday afternoon. The The special meeting on Monday... It has just one item on the agenda, a presentation from Horizon Health Network CEO, Margaret Melanson. Executive Director for Horizons Moncton and Sackville Hospitals, Krista Wheeler-Thorne, says the presentation will be a chance to talk about Horizons' partnership with the Rural Health Action Group over the past year. We've been meeting just to summarize the successes and celebrate the successes we've had over the last year with all of our accomplishments and then determine what comes next. So, you know, the uh, Collaborative 2.0, And so I think there was some encouragement for us to share with council and to share with the public all of the great things we've done over the last year and then talk about some of the things we're looking forward to accomplishing in our next phase. 
The Rural Health Action Group had previously presented to Council summarizing their activities and successes, including the work of a services design working group, which prepared a vision for primary care delivery in Tanchamar, which was submitted to Horizon, but has yet to be released publicly. Wheelerthorne says primary care will be part of the discussion on Monday. Well, I'm sure it's going to be discussed because I think um, provincially the government is committed to helping improve access to primary care. And part of our discussions for the next phase will be looking at what kind of primary care access can we help improve in the Sackville area. What that looks like is to be determined, but it's certainly a focus uh, for Sackville and other communities as well. That's Krista Wheeler-Thorne, Director of Sackville and Moncton Hospitals. Tanchamar Council will meet to hear from Horizon Health Network on Monday afternoon at 3 p.m. at Sackville Town Hall. The meeting will be live streamed. Dominic LeBlanc has promised $150 million in federal funding to help secure the Chignecto Isthmus, according to Adam Huris, reporting for the Telegraph Journal. The federal infrastructure minister and Beausager MP has reportedly written letters to Premiers Blaine Higgs and Tim Houston, asking them to submit a project proposal to secure the funding. Early designs show the project could cost up to $300 million. Premier Higgs told Huris that next steps would involve finalizing the design of the project. He also indicated that the federal government might be responsible for more than half of the cost of the project. Now for today's feature story. The Sackville Memorial Hospital Foundation wants to build a three-season therapeutic outdoor garden courtyard at the Sackville Hospital, and yesterday they launched a campaign to help pay for it. The foundation plans to raise $150,000 to cover the design and construction of the new green space. In an event Thursday at the hospital's in the hospital's atrium, longtime donors and other locals gathered to launch the campaign, which is already well underway. Foundation president and former Sackville Town Councillor Bill Evans accepted a check from Moneris Solutions for $20,000 to go towards the project, and another roughly $40,000 was raised last year, despite the foundation not running a campaign. Evans said donors had contributed $1.3 million towards the hospital since 2010. I'm blown away by the support that this community, our corporate and our private donors make to this this hospital that we all love. I'm going to try not to get emotional, but uh, yeah. The future of our hospital as an acute care facility with a 24-7 ER is of paramount concern to the residents of this town. The campaign director is none other than Mount Allison's director of alumni engagement, Carole de Saint-Croix, who says before she came to Mount A, she had a background in hospital fundraising. De Saint-Croix described the vision for the garden on Thursday. An outdoor space will offer a comforting environment to go to where patients can experience the tranquility of nature and a break from the reality of being hospitalized. This calming space will be most welcomed by hospital staff and patients' families as well. Imagine being able to go to an area for quiet reflection, enjoy some fresh air, read a book uninterrupted, bring mom and dad for a cup of tea and a conversation outside, or more importantly, unwind during or after a stressful shift or visit to a loved one. That's Sackville Memorial Hospital Foundation fundraising chair, Carol de Saint-Croix. Also on hand Thursday was hospital director Krista Wheeler-Thorne, who made her case for a secure future for Sackville's hospital. Sackville Memorial Hospital is thriving, and I have some evidence that I can show and and tell you about to demonstrate that. The renovations and repairs uh, to the damaged section of the emergency department are complete. 
The renovations included modernizing the ED, the emergency department, and fixing some of the damage that happened with the flooding in September of 2020, of 2022, right around that Fiona. It was actually the day that Fiona landed here. The renovations cost about $400,000 and took about five months to complete, but staff are very happy to be in that space, and I was over there to see them today. So it, it looks beautiful. If you haven't had a chance to see it, you really should take a look. The cafeteria has also had a new facelift. So part of that capital improvement project that Bill alluded to with the government is a part of the government's commitment to refurbish staff and patient areas to make them brighter and more welcoming. That project was approximately $20,000 investment here, and it includes new furniture, paint, and just a nicer cleanup facelift. Capital improvement projects such as this and the renovated emergency department allow for improved patient care and just more welcoming workspace for patients and families. We are continuing, as Bill has alluded to, to uh, renovate and do some construction of the existing operating rooms here in this hospital. And this work is part of Horizon's overall plan to ramp up the use of ORs in community hospitals. And they're hoping that this will help alleviate some of the wait lists for short or for less complex surgeries. And while we do that, it will help us to open up the regional hospitals for more complex surgeries and get them done faster. Approximately $2 million has been designated uh, to, to that work. The next item is the encouraging and successful nursing recruitment uh, to this hospital. Both Brunswick and the emergency departments have onboarded approximately 20 to 25 nurses and LPNs into their units. Uh, the, uh, we continue to work on recruitment for emergency department physicians, trying to reach our goal of 24-7 service here. Uh, that work is ongoing, as is the retention work, because as much as recruitment's important, the retention is equally important. Soon we will break ground on the new therapeutic outdoor courtyard right next door to these hospital doors, offering patients and families and staff the much needed space to rest, restore, and reconnect. If you take a minute and walk through this building, it will be very hard to find a space or an area that has not been touched by donor generosity. The community presence is seen, felt, and heard throughout this entire building. So that's because of you. After the presentation, Wheeler Thorne confirmed that Horizon is under ne negotiations with Beale University to lease the former Queen's unit of the hospital as classroom space for a new nursing program they hope to establish in New Brunswick. Uh, they are looking at the Sackville area and specifically within the Sackville Memorial Hospital. We have an, a former inpatient unit that's currently vacant, uh, primarily office space and some equipment storage. They are looking at that footprint to see if it's going to meet their needs, and then uh, we would look at a lease agreement with them, but nothing has been confirmed at this point. They're still waiting on some designs and funding costs and whatnot, but we're very excited that they're looking. Uh, the space, should they move there, would be shared space between hospital staff and the university uh, employees and students, so we're really hoping that they will um, come and join us. We're very excited to have them. Okay, and in anyone who has concerns about clinical space in the in the Sackville Memorial Hospital, that basically what you're saying is it's it's sort of not clinical space that's up for grabs right now. That's right. So the current inpatient unit, the Brunswick unit, has 21 funded beds, and that is fully opened and receives long-term care and acute care patients. Uh, the emergency department, as you're aware, has just recently been uh, renovated, and that's open seven days a week. We're still working on plans to get that open 24/7. 
and all the other spaces in the hospital won't be impacted. So it, it's a great partnership and we're looking forward to continued uh, discussions with them. That's Sackville and Moncton Hospital Director Krista Wheeler-Thorne speaking with CHMA on Thursday. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, March 31st. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Elise. My favorite vegetable is Romanesco cauliflower, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today, a mix of sun and cloud, becoming cloudy near noon, with rain showers and flurries changing to periods of snow late this afternoon. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. Wind becoming south, 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40 near noon. High plus 4, UV index 3 or moderate. Tonight, periods of snow ending early this evening, then mainly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries. Wind northwest, 30 kilometers an hour, gusting to 50, low minus 6, wind chill near minus 14. Tomorrow, a mix of sun and cloud, 30% chance of flurries early in the morning. Wind northwest, 20 kilometers an hour, gusting to 40, becoming light in the afternoon. High plus 3, wind chill minus 13 in the morning, UV index 4 or moderate. Tomorrow night, cloudy, low minus 2. Saturday, periods of snow or rain, high of 6. Saturday night, periods of rain, low minus 1. Tantramar is offering a food handler and food safety certification course on Monday, April 2nd from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Students enrolled in this course will receive training in a variety of different food safe practices, including food handling, storing, preparing, sanitation, and hygiene. The course will be taught by Food Safe Atlantic. For more information or to register, call 506-364-4938 or email visitor at sackville.com. Registration can also be done at the front desk of Town Hall at 31 Main Street in Sackville. Crossroads for Women in Moncton is an organization that helps women and children transition from crisis to empowerment by providing safe housing, education, counseling, and support. Their women's shelter is urgently in need of various household donations, such as bed frames, dressers, hangers, lamps, curtains, light bulbs, and gift cards for various housewares stores. For a full list of urgent donations, visit the Crossroads for Women Facebook page at facebook.com slash xrdsmoncton. If you are able to donate, please call 506-853-0811 or email admin at crossroadsforwomen.ca. Experience the sounds from around the world, all from the comfort of your radio. 
On Sundays at 4 p.m., the Putumaya World Music Hour takes listeners on a weekly journey through the music of different cultures. You can also check out all their shows at putumayo.com slash radio show.
You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. You're in Sackville, New Brunswick. The voice of the marshes. Win big each week. For just a toonie, the Rotary Club of Sackville offers you a chance to participate in the gold mine. This is a weekly lottery where the winner gets 50% of the proceeds and the other 50% goes toward gold mine expenses and the funding of community and international projects. You can pick up the gold mine registration forms at a variety of participating retailers. For a list of locations or for more information, visit the Rotary Club's website at sackvillerotary.ca. Oh, 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 